Guys, are you worried that you're losing your hair? Do you look in the mirror and see less hair looking back at you? Maybe you're thinking, it's cool, I'll shave it. Or I'll just wear a hat from now on. Or maybe even, I'll just break the bank to get plugs. But before you shave, hide, or replace your hair, have you thought about regrowing it? Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. Not just once, but every month. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash regrow. Do it today, and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow. This. Well, good morning, little brother. It's Early Break with Zip and Jake, brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Weekday mornings from 6 to 8 on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We know this show has been mostly about, I mean, not most, completely about Fred Hoiberg's return for next season. we got to make sure we thank from yesterday, though, uh, Nebraska women's bowling coach Paul Klimper. He was awesome. He did an impression of you. Yeah, it was pretty good. We, yeah, it was really good. We yeah. put it out on social media. You can see it on Twitter, on our ticket account. Yeah, he's a great dude. Uh, and, and their big red, in, big red invite is today okay. through Sunday at Hollywood Bowl. Yes. If, if you can make it over there, um, Hollywood Bowl, right on 48th and – are we saying 48th and Vine? It's, it's just – No, no, not 48th and Vine. 48th. Yeah, I mean, it's just north of Vine Street, yeah, okay. right? Just north of Vine. Okay. So it's on 48th. That's, that's true. Right. Um it, it'll be interesting to watch. I think it is interesting theater. I'm de- I'm I'm my plan is to go Sunday morning, Sunday morning. Now I don't know if I'll go there for the TV part because I want to watch the TV yeah, part. See how that looks. But there, it's on BTN. Larry Putney and yeah, Bill Strop on Sunday at, at 11 a.m. Yep. BTN actual Big Ten Network. Yeah, the BTN Network. B- huge huge coup for the sport to have BTN live in a pretty nice slot. That's a pretty good slot, 11 a.m. on sure. Sunday. Well, that's what, again, if you watch ESPN for Sunday, they, that was like 11 o'clock was always the time they had bowling on then too, right? Pretty much. 11 pretty to much. noon yeah. or 1, something like yeah, that. Ish, ish. And I would say, and we better mention time. that Paul's team is numero uno in the nation. Number one in the nation. There we go. There's the, the nation, translation. Nation, I don't think that's how that you say nation in Spanish. It's not? Number Na- one Nacion. in the nation. Nacion. Number one in the nation. There we go. So, yeah, check him out t- uh, today through Sunday at Hollywood Bowl. Big red invite. A lot of great teams in town, but Nebraska, again, like you said, number one. And they're on a torrid stretch right now, mm-hmm. as Coach Klimp said yesterday. Yeah, it was really interesting listening to Paul yesterday talk about the how elaborate the, the elaborate elements of his sport, like just everything from drilling the balls to the weight training that goes on for the bowlers. I mean, you talking about like how the the oil in the lanes yeah, changes. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, you know. Yep. Yeah, it's things that the average sports fan doesn't. You don't think just about. go up there and roll the ball every time. It's the same. The no. oil changes. You got to move them. You got to make sure they're moving left. He says, "Keep moving yep, move, left. Moving left. Move left. Rotate. Move left. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yep. 
So really cool. good luck with them to them Thank tomorrow. Uh, today through Sunday, excuse me. Thank you for saying that. Um, as we're on the, the topic of Nebraska basketball, we have been all day today. Um, I'd like to – we got a phone call, by the way. We'll see who this is about. But, um, regarding Bryce McGowan's, and I, I, wanna, I want to oh, yeah, yeah. address a, a potential myth also. So if Nebraska went from Vincent Hamilton to Isaiah Roby and nobody in between getting drafted. A 20-year stretch of no one getting drafted to the NBA. And we always said, oh, Nebraska just needs to get better players. They need to get NBA-level players. Well, SIP, in Bryce McGowan's, if he goes pro this year, will, will be drafted in the first or second round. Late first, early second round, which would be three or four years you have players drafted to the NBA from this school. Mm-hmm. And what has resulted in years that have not been very good at all. So that's why I'm curious. Is it a myth that you need to have NBA players here to to have success at Nebraska? Like, look at Iowa. I, Luca Garza was drafted behind Delano Banton last year. And he was one of the greatest players in the history of, of the Big Ten. It's for sure at Iowa. Mm-hmm. And they had nobody else drafted last year. They, they, you know, they just they had great college players. Yeah, that's pretty incredible when you look at Nebraska's situation. I mean, if you just go to Hoppin, Nebraska's all-time leading scorer, David Hoppin, was drafted in 1986. If you, it's pretty amazing. Nebraska's only had seven players drafted since '86. That's sad. That's incredible, but, isn't it? But. But again, they're going to have three or four years here when McGowan okay. shows. So address your question. It's conversations changed a little bit because the NBA is doing a lot of draft projecting. I mean, Bryce McGowan's isn't walking into the starting lineup of an NBA team right now. Yeah. So they're projecting him. So what does that matter for Nebraska right now? Well, it matters because he's a good, he's their best player. I mean, and he's probably the best freshman in the Big Ten. That's one guy. It ha- he hasn't elevated the team, so it's it is a kind of a tricky conversation, right? right? Yeah. It it you can't say that he's elevated the team, but you also can't really say that it's fair to expect a freshman to elevate the team. He's not an NBA. He's not playing in an NBA level right now, so that conversation's changed a little bit. There's a lot of projection now. Delano Banton. That's interesting. Yeah, that Delano Banton discussions quirky isn't it i mean he got drafted after being benched at nebraska I know. for a bad team right a bad team right but he's still judged as an nba talent i think that the the best way to explain this is this, the critical thing is probably to have multiple nba players on your roster if it, it'd be nice if bryce mcgowan's delano banton were together and then one other perhaps you know yeah. you have three guys you could look at now this isn't Kentucky, so it's a little. You get five stars on, on your bench here. Yeah, I don't care about star rankings. I don't. I that's not. That's not what this is about to me. I, I think it's about getting NBA players, whether they're what. What I don't care what their star ranking is. All right, we got a call. You see who that is on the line? It's our man. Oh boy, we haven't heard from him for a while. Light us up. Get ready, uh, Greg in Myrtle Beach. You are on early break on this fine Friday morning. Go ahead, Greg. Thanks for joining us. My man, good morning. Aloha. Aloha. Greg, how are you? I'm doing great, but I need some golf tips, Jake. I'm getting ready to drop the top on the convertible and go play the Jack Nicholas Long Bay course, but hell, it's all the way freezing down to 61 degrees down oh, here yeah. today, and I don't know how I'm going to be able to grip the club. Can you help me on that? Yeah, yeah. yeah just it was three bring here. Bring an extra layer, morning. Greg. Just bring an extra layer. You'll be fine. Yeah. 
You're asking, you're asking, are you seriously asking Jake to help you get a grip? <laughs> yeah, I have no grip, Craig. I have no grip on hey, life. Sip, we, yeah. Sip, we started yesterday. I was proud to start the let's get Jake, hashtag let's get Jake a pay raise campaign. I told him I'm his agent, so I get 10% of that. Deal. Don't forget. <laughs> All right, Craig. He's doing fine. All right, what's on your mind, my friend? Yeah, here, here we go, boys. Same old song and dance. Okay. It's, this, this, the, we clearly, Nebraska, this is now officially the most underachieving athletic department in the entire country. You've got a football team that's got five national championships and 46 conference championships. And we've got a coach in his fourth year who's 0-14 against ranked teams. And everybody continues to talk about, oh, well, we're close, we're close. You know what I've not, what I know, Sip? What's that? I've, I've scouted my damn near my entire life. Mm-hmm. You know what wins and loses close games? What coaching? Okay. Coaching. Okay. So if you're losing, if you're there's your sign. If you're losing a bunch of close games, that lets you know you need to make coaching changes. And the only thing that's going to bail us out in football is this NIL thing, which to me means. No intelligence likely, and maybe we can go out and buy some players. <laughs> now, 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 here we go. Here we go in basketball. Okay, it, it, you got caught in the same trap that everybody else did. North Carolina, Duke, everybody in basketball. The, the flavor of the day is uh, we can win with combo guards. Let me tell you something. I told, and Coach K knows this. Hell, I know every major, major coach in the country. I preach to them all the time. A point guard is is born. You have to have a point guard running your show, and point guard skills are learned from the time kids first pick up the ball. If you've got to convert somebody to point guard, you don't have a point guard. And that's what happened. You had a point guard. You lost him, and we've reviewed that. Now, here here's the real deal, okay? A lot of our, our information comes from – agents okay jimmy sexton who was literally reggie white's roommate at tennessee represents 11 of the 14 sec coaches and anybody who thinks that this stuff with hoiberg went down and fred just went in there and talked to trev is an idiot agents work off of commission mm-hmm. my man jimmy made 21 and a half million last year representing everybody in the sec okay so when this plan may have been put together by Fred, and that's fine. But as we've told you, life is about leverage. Right. So when Fred, this he may have put the details together, but do you think that, I'm not going to mention his agent's name, do you think that he went into that office without having everything negotiated ahead of time by his agent? If I called you at KNTK and said, hey, or the Journal Star, mm-hmm. let's just leave $3 million on the table. Mm-hmm. No, nobody, nobody, no one is going to do that. That's a lot of money. Okay? That's, that's, that's not the way it goes. So now let's look at what you've got. This is, this is the, to tell you how comical things are in Lincoln. You, you announced a brand-new facility several years ago. Let's look at it. P.O. shows up, and by the time you get the damn thing built, Tom might be the only one left. Because Moose is gone. Wandale Robinson is gone. Frost should have been gone. And T.O. will be the last man standing maybe at 87 years old. This whole thing is a comedy of errors. Mm. Now, we had – there are several – I'm telling you because it's what I do. There are several, 
several top shelf basketball coaches who would kill to have that job. And anybody, the constant narrative that spewed out there is we're a flyover state. We can't get this. We can't get that's the biggest that. crock of crap in history. Yeah, we're not saying we're that not here. Trying. We're not saying that. Yeah, no, I mean, that's the common narrative that you hear out there, Sip, not you personally. Yeah, yeah, okay. But it's, oh, it's this woe is me. We can, let, let me tell you, if you can't sell five national championships, 46 conference championships, Heisman trophies, more academic All-Americans than any program in history, you can't sell. You know who's going to sell it? Mickey Joseph is. But you and, and now look at your basketball stack. You're talking about, oh, well, we can't. And, and I literally hear people talking about Matt Abdelmasi. Matt Abdelmasi is a national caliber basketball recruit. He's Mickey Joseph with a round ball. But what I don't hear is, I don't hear anybody talking about Arvon Gates. I hear about guard play. Well, who's the guy on your staff who, who's supposed to be your guard specialist? It's Arvon Gates. Oh, well, we're supposed we're, we've got bad backcourt play. Well, who's responsible for that? Oh, Armand is our recruit. He's from Chicago. Are you getting any kids from Chicago? Hell no. And transfer that to football. Speaking speaking of Chicago, you know, you go goo goo eyes over freaking Omar Manning, who's done nothing in year seven. And I'm telling you the whole time that the best the, that the player you need to go the the best junior college player in the country is not Omar Manning. It's Perrion Winfrey right over there, right across the border at Council Bluff. Mm-hmm. He went to and Oklahoma. What you, right? He went to Oklahoma. Yeah. And what do you what do your recruiting minions say? They say, "Oh well, he went to Oklahoma because he wanted to get closer to home." I said, "What? Perrion Winfrey is from Chicago." <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of recruiting information that you get. Perrion Winfrey was at Iowa Western. Did you see what he did in the senior bowl? He made millions. Mm -hmm. So, you know, this continues to regress and regress Mm -hmm. and regress. And by the way, you've mentioned several times on this show that the Hoiberg extension was secret. I would invite you to check back on the text line because two days after it was approved, I sent you a text and told you that. I did not because see that. I blew, because I blew a gasket because I said, Frost is doing nothing, and we extend him, which is ridiculous. And now we make the same mistake again with Hoiberg because we don't demand performance. Hmm. And you guys, you hmm. guys don't have to hear it. Hmm. I live down here in Myrtle Beach. We have a joke. Last person out of Ohio cut the lights off. Hmm. You know what I got? I came back from an AA, from AAU, the AAU circuit this summer in hoops, and I go to my mailbox. I got a package from the Ohio State Buckeye Club here in Myrtle Beach, which is huge. I open it up. You know what's in there? A big jar of corn husker lotion with a note that tells me that says, "Put this, rub this on your football team to ensure another three win season." Mm-hmm. We tried to help you by sending you Joe Burrow, but you were too damn stupid to take him. Easy. So, yeah, that that's exactly <laughs> that shows you the level of ineptitude, and and this is not getting any better, and it won't get any better until until people demand. Yeah. That. All right, Greg. Thank you, Greg. Greg, Appreciate thank you. Well, there's, I mean, my big takeaway from that call is his frustration is evident, and he's and I think a lot of fans they have different thoughts, but the but the common the common denominator is frustration.
there's not many fans that would look that would look at you right now and say I'm really optimistic about football and basketball both. Summer there's a little optimism generated for football right now because of the I'd say Frost did a great job this off season. Again, again people roll their eyes off season. Yeah, Nebraska's the best off season team in the country. Um, and this the basketball thing will pick up steam. The basketball narrative it will. This off season it will pick up steam. There'll be other Can't recruits. Wait. Can't wait. There'll be incoming players. Yep. There'll be headlines in the all you know all the multiple media outlets about incoming players, and we will all not. I don't know. We're not nodding our heads as much anymore. We're not getting jacked up as much anymore, and that's an issue, right? That's an issue. Cynicism is an issue. You want to be excited about this stuff, right? Yep. But you hear, but you hear Greg, and he's just—he's just very cynical at this point. Losing beats you down and makes you vulnerable. That's what happens. Uh, late for the game show, so I'm gonna call her four today. We'll win bagels. I'm po- we got—we went way late. We just went way maybe late. We'll go, maybe, okay. maybe we can have you and Jay face off for the game show. I don't know. We'll, well, see well let's assess this at the break. Yeah, yeah, but at least for right now, call her four at four zero two four six four five six eight five. We'll win a business box of bagels. Shout out today to Riley and Justin, big listeners for that. I apologize we didn't get the game in, but give you a shout out. Uh, spill over with DP and Jay's next and early break of the ticket. 